astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Today we are talking about cancer season. I just feel like... <laughs> How'd we get here? I know. Just every time we do one of these, I'm like, what? <laughs> it's already time to record the next season. Um, so we are talking about all things cancer today. So whether that's you, you're learning a little bit about yourself, maybe that's your spouse, your child, your best friend... Um, you know, we all also have cancer in our chart. So everyone has some cancer. Absolutely. Yeah. And those cancer rising, if you know your chart well, and you know, you have a lot of planets in the fourth house, we would say, oh, you have some strong cancer tendencies as well. Right. So, you know, we overly simplify it sometimes when we say, well, were you born between, you know, late June and, and late July, you know, that makes you a cancer. Well, you know, it's generally June 21st out to July 21st, 20th. This year it goes out to July 22nd, actually, a little bit longer. But um, um, anyhow, we're talking, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, if you have Aries rising, so you have Cancer sitting on the fourth house, you right? might think, I'm not a Cancer, but I relate to this. Mm-hmm. But it's just because Cancer, like kind of you mentioned, it's stronger in your chart than maybe others. And so you are drawn to these qualities. And, and if I could put a plug in for the for the Mom and Me Academy, Astrology Academy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this is where by going through a coursework, you can learn that you can get beyond just talking sun sign astrology. Correct. But that's what we're doing today. Yep. We are doing that. We are. But we want to, for those who know a little more knowledgeable about astrology, you can look at it from the viewpoint that, hey, I've got cancer somewhere in my chart. Yep. And maybe it's pretty strong. A moon and cancer. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about when cancer babies are born. Yeah. I think that's an interesting point. So um, cancer season kicks off summer. Mm -hmm. It falls on the summer solstice. Yeah. Um, So babies arrive in the kind of the dead of uh, summer, right? It's it's warm. Yes. And a lot of people, even though everyone has untraditional work schedules... Mm-hmm. They associate June, July, August with vacation months. Vacation, family months, children kind of run freer. Yep. There's more focus on entertainment, clearly, during the summer, I think. Yeah, if like you have movie kids, nights. If you have kids. Yeah, tra- road trips. Right. And you know what? The other big thing that's happening at that time of year is weddings, mm-hmm. anniversaries, family reunions. So these babies, even though they're, they're still, you know, months old, they're being swept out into, you know, the family. Oh, here, the extended family are coming together. So they have a lot more socialization. Right, because some babies, like, I mean, I don't know if you remember my story, or like, how long was it, right, until the grandparents met, meet the babies, oh, right? Oh, right, or, exactly. Or, that, or the siblings, or whoever maybe doesn't live directly in town. Mm-hmm. I would think that usually would be like, oh, the first Christmas, maybe. Exactly. <laughs> that it could it could wait. 
Um, but so we're saying that cancer babies are born into maybe more of a family unit or surrounded by more people. Mm -hmm. And that might attest to why cancers are associated with the home and the family. And the family, very much so. Uh, The summer solstice is, uh, kicks off a cardinal sign, cancer. Mm -hmm. So cardinal signs generally are considered more fortunate. They're more self-directed. They know their priorities generally, and they speak uh, through action. Correct. You know, they take action to do what they want. So the, the cancer who wants to be the stay-at-home mom, they don't, it's not even an issue for them. That's what they're going to do. They're going to, this is what I am. This is what I want to be. Yeah. Or, you know, I want to start a company and have employees. Again, it's another way to build a family, right, in that workspace where you have people that, yes, they're on the payroll, but we are a family working together. Cancers generally are favored for being successful. Hmm. Yeah, we, we t- we'll talk about some celebrities at the end, um, and there's some big names on that list for sure. Um, I really like the symbolism of the crab for cancer mm-hmm. because I think – just cancers are portrayed kind of like what we've talked about so far about the family, about the home, about being soft, about being nurturing. Mm-hmm. But many cancers that I know, and if you're listening to, that's not to say that you've just had this happy-go-lucky life, no. right? So when we think oh of that, gosh. the symbolism of the crab is like they ha- they're protected by that hard outer shell. So cancers can come off um, hard, I'll say is a word, right? Mm-hmm. Or they can come off like... Uh, I don't want to say sheltered, but they're like protecting themselves. Like they have very hard boundaries. Right. And again, if you were into karmic beliefs, Mm -hmm. you might think that they've come from maybe a tough life and they've come in again, playing off the visual of a cancer with a hard shell. Uh, Sorry. Of cancer crab, Uh, you know, a hard shell protecting them from the pain or sorrows or losses. Isn't that interesting that cancers, just in general, they generally have had exposure to some difficult storylines. I agree. Right? But then the inside of a crab is this very soft mm-hmm. interior, right, that yes. needs that shell or it would essentially die. Right? Yeah, perish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it is a different way to look at cancers where if you were a cancer thinking, oh my gosh, yes, okay, I love to nurture. I always make sure everyone has food and drinks when they come over to my house. Oh, hostess, yeah. Hostess, right? But I'm more than that. (laughs) Right, Right, exactly. Well, I think there is something that I used to say all the time that cancers care more about, if if I'm sitting and talking to a cancer and I tell them maybe a problem or something, cancers will care more about that problem than I do myself. Oh yeah. They'll get into the storyline and they'll call me back later. I was thinking about what you said, <laughs> Mary, you know, why, would you, have you considered doing this? Or they might touch back with me in a month going, what's going on? Is that got resolved? I'm going, totally oh my God, I've, I'm not, I forgot to stop thinking about it already. And now they're still checking back with me about this. I totally agree. So I, that, I was going to say they text back like, oh, wait, are you still thinking about that? Like, I'm not thinking about that. There's no reason you need to be thinking about that. Right. But that is, and that's, that's, well, that's where cancers get in dangerous territory. Yeah. When they get into other people's problems, concerns, limitations, and they take them on. They take them, Mm -hmm. they take responsibility 
I was like, I mean, depending on what else is going on in the chart, because we can't just blanket statement this, but, you know, being a therapist in a therapist type position and being a cancer could be, and you could be extremely dutiful with your work, oh, almost yeah. to the point that. I've got to point out here in the notes, I have a whole section of the struggles, how, how do cancer struggle? And this is such a good one. They blame themselves for someone else's faults. Mm. Yeah. That yeah. would be really strong with uh, children, I'm sure. That's what I was going to say. As you get older um, and you learn the energies and you, you grow with them and you mature with them, you can handle them better. So if you're listening and you're 50, 60, you might be thinking, oh, heck no, not, not anymore. Not anymore. But, you know, if you might, oh, my gosh, my child's not doing well in school. What did I do wrong? Oh, yeah. What did I not do? Yeah. You know, so that's where their problem, it's a child's challenge, and all of a sudden it's the guilt, mom guilt, dad guilt, can come very easily with cancers. Absolutely. Um, Cancers are also, they're ruled by the moon. Yeah. So all signs are ruled by a planet or a luminary. Mm -hmm. So cancers ruled by the moon, which brings in, again, security, the comfort, the home. Yeah, well, it really brings in nighttime energy. Mm-hmm. So, and I would say this cancer should look very strongly at where their moon is placed in their chart because that's their ruler. Yes. Whether they were born daytime or nighttime, that's a very strong placement to look at that probably would relate very much to it. Yeah. Um, and because of the moon, how it orbits the earth, mm-hmm. we could say that cancers love to stay close to people they care about with some oh. extreme loyalty. Yeah, hovering. Yeah. Helicoptering. And, yeah. You know, or just, you know, staying in touch. Very loyal, very loyal. Why? Because they they come from this time that you brought up there at the summer solstice where people are gathering. There's a great sense of family during that time period or an adopted family. Friends, we're going to the beach, we're going here, we're going to have a backyard barbecue, that type of thing. And I, I know it's a stretch for some people to think that a baby, you know, laying its crib still or bassinet at two, three months senses that. But it's a vibe around them that people are in a let's come together or being handed from one person to the next. And oh, yeah. also think of the weather. Now we are talking northern hemisphere here, of course, but the <laughs> idea that babies are given more freedom. They're not, they're not tucked in as tight, I don't think, in those warm summer months as certainly as the babies in the fall and the winter are. Yeah, even their birth, cancer's birthday parties growing up might mm. have a better turnout oh, yeah. than during the school year, Yeah. right? And then there's a built-in activity like, oh, it's, just, it's a pool day. Right, exactly. Yeah, very interesting. Because cancers are a water sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, of course, the idea that oftentimes they do have a strong affinity to water or, of course, potentially a strong dislike of water. There's a, an extreme. There's generally nothing in, nothing in between. Yeah. To go back to that moon thing about them being ruled by the moon, mm-hmm. uh, we can talk about how they're really strong creators because uh-huh. maybe they're more in touch with their emotions or they allow the different cycles of their emotions to come out. So again, similar to the moon, sometimes nights we look up and it's this full moon, which is full of energy. Sometimes we look up and there's no moon, which is the mystery, the darkness, the quiet time, the time to reflect. And so if cancers are in tune, or maybe they're not even in tune, but they're out of tune, um, (laughs) but maybe get in tune to to, to try to follow your own patterns. But 
because they allow themselves to feel emotions on so many different levels that it can, if they channel it, they can be very successful. I, I totally agree there. Yeah, some people think cancers are moody or temperamental. Yeah. But again, I thought your analogy of that moon, yeah. the dark of the moon, yeah, what's going on with that person? Why is she, you know? But then the full moon, very expressive, very jovial. So they are ruled by that. They live at the water's edge, right? Yeah. Let's go back to that. Okay. Where do we find a crab? Generally at the water's edge. Right. right, so we think of the beach, we think of a rocky shore. We're going to find them in that kind of half in water, half on land. Mm -hmm. And that water side is their strong emotions, and the uh, land, of course, kind of represents their ability to be uh, well, actually, that's what gives that ability to be successful that groundedness. Right, well, and I, I would think like the foundation Material. of home. Yeah, the foundation of home, exactly. But let's talk about that psychicness. Okay because they're so focused on that uh, connection to water and water picks up vibrations, right? right? We know this. Um, but I've oftentimes think of, you know, in the days when, you know, you lived in an apartment or I lived in an apartment where you could lay in bed and you could tell that the person next door was up. You, could, you, yeah. could, you knew they were just gotten up because the, the alarm's going off. Now this is the apartment next door. Right. You're in your own apartment, maybe already laying in bed watching TV or already getting up brushing your teeth, but you're very much aware of what the person is doing on the other side. Right. You hear noises, sounds. Oh, they're up now. They're doing this. You can kind of tell. The shower's going on. So that's, that's a Cancerian quality that they are in their own world, mm -hmm. but they hear the background noise of somebody else's life happening simultaneously. Okay. So in that storyline, okay, <clears throat> the idea would be, let's say they don't hear anything next door, mm -hmm. and then they are out in the hallway or the staircase or someplace out in the parking lot, and they go, oh, I didn't hear anything this morning. Are you, were, you, were you okay? Mm -hmm. I didn't hear any activity. I didn't hear the kids this morning. Is everything okay with them? That cancers have a tendency to inquire on things even before the people. Right are aware there's an issue there so sometimes different. cancers get they get batted away meaning oh, they because, come okay right they, I come up, that's kind like, of awkward I, are yeah. you okay kate are you okay and yeah i'm fine and just kind Got of it. that idea yeah. of pushback um so i say cancers get a lot of rejection over time because mm -hmm. they're they kind of know things in their mind that something's amiss and yet when they approach the situation no everything's fine everything's yeah. good no problem but I think that's why they're built with that hard outer shell. Yeah, to 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 buffer that rejection. Right. <clears throat> but with that, I do think that they pretend they're okay when they're really not. Yeah. Like the, yeah. again, they might lead with, um, "Well, you tell me what's going on about you. Um, like, how are you doing? <clears throat> how have you been? Tell me what the problems are." And then maybe then after that, if there's time, then they might throw in what they've been through. They might. And you might be shocked that, oh my gosh, why did I, was I just talking about this stupid scenario and mm -hmm. you're going through something mm -hmm. way worse? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think they know that they're not talking about it. Yeah, maybe not. Because they're so inclined to, oh, what's going on next door? It's like, it's like, um, Midwest manners or something. Oh, Midwest manners. <laughs> I like Midwest manners. 
Should okay. we talk about the different stages of cancer? Well, I want to touch on a couple of things first, in one way, if you don't mind. Yeah. They really oftentimes have an interest in history. Oh, okay. They, because it's memory. Right. Right. So they relate to what people went through. So they might like history just in general. I don't need, mean World War II necessarily, but they like to me the history of their family, where they've come from, uh, what their great grandmother liked to do. They might have family photos around them. Something that reminds them from art from another time or images from another time. I think even maybe furniture. Just anything that a holds furniture. a lot of yeah. history, they yeah. might have a hard time getting letting go of. Yeah. I think that's human nature to some extent, but I mm -hmm. think cancers might have um, an even harder time with getting rid of things that yes. hold memory. Yes. And the other thing I wanted, that last point I wanted to make is um, when your cancers go into the work environment, it's kind of funny to watch them. <laughs> okay. Cancers go into the work environment. They may turn their office into home-like. Mm. Okay. You know, they may do something yeah. really different. They may bring a rug home from home and put mm -hmm. it under their desk or put it there where the chairs would be to sit in front of the desk. They'll do some very domestic decorating oh, yeah. in a professional setting. And I don't mean, well, it depends upon what, what the situation is. They could do it big time. Or if it, there's a lot of people coming in and out, they might minimize it. Or if, even if they have a cubicle, they're going to bring in their children's artwork, you know, like we might put yep. on the refrigerator or something, and there it is on the on the you know push pin board, so to speak. So that's kind of fun to see that they have a tendency to bring home or create home, or the person that always brings the donuts, brings the brownies, something that kind of says, oh, this is like what I might eat in my kitchen, standing up over the sink, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of cute. Okay. Um, so if we talk about the three different. Um, stages. Yes. We'll talk about um, those. If you have your chart, if your sun sits between zero and 10 degrees, so most likely you were born uh, June 22nd. 22nd to July 1st. Mm -hmm. um, you're ruled by the moon, so you're like a cancer cancer, so it doubles down on that energy. Right. So Usually the first 10 degrees of any sign is doubly strong. Correct. Right. Yes. So that's just a, a, a general thing. So no matter what sign we were talking about, if you're born in the first 10 degrees, it's, it's really strong. Yep, so this could double down then on being um, maybe easily overwhelmed by impressions or feelings. Oh, yeah. So very sensitive. Yeah. Really overwhelmed by too much sensory input. So like almost like, a ba <laughs> almost like a baby. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you protect them from the harsh light, the loud music, right? Um, there could be some timid and shy qualities, especially in those early years. Mm -hmm. Of course, if you're older listening to this, you might think not anymore. Right. But right. again, really strong in those uh, those first years. Um, anything else you want to throw in about the zero to ten? Um, no, there, I I would say there's just a real need to express themselves, express those emotions. Yeah. So it's just it could be crafts. Something that I need to show my emotions, of course, anything expressive, like you know, even sports, or I need to get into really get into it, be yeah, emotionally you, connected. To yeah, it. if you have a a young cancer child in these zero to ten degrees, and maybe they're not interested in a lot of those things, but maybe they're hyper emotional, like they cry mm. a lot or they yeah. throw tantrums a lot. I that would be a great thing. Like get them into something else that they can live out all those emotions. Yeah. Because they're still learning. 
yes, still learning. Exactly. And there, it, and if we regard it as, no, this is just a trait. This is a quality. This is something that you don't want to say, don't cry, don't cry, mm-hmm. don't cry. You know, there is some value in sure. them because they need to, you know, when the kids are young, that they, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to channel it. They just know that's how they're feeling. Yeah, and it's not to say don't do it. It's to how do we channel it so they live it out on the best or the easiest yes, octave yes, for everyone. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the next stage we're going to talk about if your son sits at like 10 to 20 degrees of cancer, if your son sits there. Watch out. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a little tougher one, I think. Yep, so you're born uh, between July 2nd and maybe July 12th-ish. Um, there can be some really strong tendencies, like you said, even some stubbornness. Yes, very fixed, very fixed. Um, and um, and we'll maybe go as far to say that there's a need in this life to overcome resentment or even jealousy. Yeah. So that could come from young childhood. What happened? Were you treated the same as your siblings? Were you on the out? See, that, that's the, that is it in a nutshell. It's not that, oh, my God, this kid is so stubborn. This kid is so, uh, uh, you know, jealous of everybody. No, it's, the, it's how the child was cre- created. Know, created, but treated. treated. Yeah. You know, they saw these examples. They saw these exaggeration of, oh my gosh, first kid got this, and now I'm not, not getting anything, or this other kid is costing the family a fortune because yeah. of their needs, and I'm not, I can't go here and do that. These are just natural things that you know any yeah. human being notices when you're not things aren't being equal, and uh, that second stage july 2nd to july 12th they really do have um um, some tendencies to have to bear some very difficult things early on right so those second yeah they're ruled by mars i don't think i said that so that might just give you some so you're like a um Mm -hmm. like a scorpio cancer if you will yeah but you know mystical they can be very mystical so they can have very strong deep beliefs Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also they can imagine, get away. They may have a tendency to want to move away, right? Something about at distance, mystical. Right. Um, and they could also be very, uh, I'll say, low-key in regards to they'll take a lot, but that stinger is at the end when we talk yes, about the Scorpio coming they're gonna, in. They're so. going to get you in the end. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> um, and then the last stage would be if your son's at 20 to 30 degrees of cancer, Um that would be a July 13th to July 22nd. You are a Pisces Cancer. Yeah, so, a Neptune. Neptune. By Neptune. Yep. Right. So you might be very sympathetic. You could be overly emotional. There could be the need for um, escapism. So whether that's on like the, the highest octave of, oh, I travel a lot, I'm by the water a lot. We talk about the lower octave, the need for addiction to escape into uh, music to drugs to alcohol anything that allows you right. to right tune yeah, out yeah there you, i would say that july 13th the 22nd birthdays do need to be careful about becoming a martyr mm-hmm. uh, they can be very generous they can adopt people oh my friend oh i need to i need to help pay their rent as well you know you feel just take on these duties that you, you really, people around you may question, why are you doing that? Why are you being so generous with your time? I'm not saying they're throwing money out the window, yeah. but the idea with their time. So um, they're, they're, they're vulnerable. 
They're she might vulnerable. think like they over-identify with other people or oh, other situations. I think they can lose their identity, okay. yeah, in, in, particularly in the area of service. Okay. I must show up. Okay. I must be there. So it's a very sympathetic person generally with this placement. Yeah. Um, probably the most psychic of all oh, the cancers. By far, yeah. by far. And that could be destabilizing. You know, being psychic is de can be very destabilizing. Absolutely. Because everything's a message to you. Everything's a message. Yeah. I'm on my way to do the grocery store, and then somebody cuts me off, and I, I somehow, oh, read that as, oh, that's a message I'm not supposed to go, or I miss yeah. my turn. Oh, that's a message I'm not supposed to go there today. Or, you know, I mean, I know that sounds really, oh, you know, but if you've ever been around individuals that way, yeah, they, they do run their life very... Uh, but even if you lead with that, it will affect the way that people treat you as mm -hmm. well, which oh. is like that Neptune energy about feeling like I don't belong, like I'm at distance, I'm, mm -hmm. I don't belong to that group. Mm -hmm. You can be kind of outcasted a little bit as well. Oh, yeah, and this could go back to even not relating as much as we said family. Maybe it's not the bio family, maybe it's adopted family that they go with more. Absolutely. So there's a, a challenge there, but if you want someone who knows who, uh, business in the business world, who sees what where the market's going or what mm -hmm. the demand is, that could be they could be very in tune. True. Should we run through some famous um, cancers real quick? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I thought that the one that kind of the big one that I thought stood out was the 14th Dalai Lama is a mm -hmm. cancer, and I thought, oh, you know, that seems to be. I mean, you know, he's. I don't say that he's poor, but I don't think he's acquiring a lot of goods. You know, he's giving, he's more in tune with the poor of the world, connecting. I think he has a lot of followers. So anyone who has followers, even, what do you call it, uh, on Twitter, mm -hmm. you know, how many followers? Instagram. Are the, in, the influencers, Instagram. TikTok. You know, they've got a tribe. They have a family. Right. You know? We've created a little family here, True. right, with the podcast. Absolutely. People who like to listen to Mom and Me Astrology. Uh, so here's the Dalai Lama, I mean, doing it on a really high level. Yep. Um, we also have Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, he's really known for his... Sci Scientology. Well, he's known as an actor, actor obviously. Um, but yeah, his religion. The religion is the family. The family. I mean, we're speaking for Tom here. But right. You know what? From that's what it looks like on the outside. Absolutely. The family is the religion. Uh, so the, you know, that's a great it's example of just cancers make family. Yep. They have a tendency to create family. It could be a family of odd, oddly associated people, or it could just be the obvious. Oh, it's my department. It's the team. It's the softball league right it's the mom and mom coffee that we have every friday you know yeah. but they create family yeah uh, we have to throw elon musk in there yeah that was so interesting that he brought his mother with him to saturday night live here about a <laughs> couple weeks ago right. a month ago right yeah and who does that a cancer <laughs> a cancer that's exactly right um i mean this list is pretty pretty long but we talk about princess diana and uh, Camilla, yeah, both Camilla cancers. Parker Bowles. I mean, they shared the same man at the same time. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's a family. It's a tribe. Yeah, I, it's just interesting. Yeah. Uh, but I thought Kristen Bell, uh, she launched a baby care brand. Mm -hmm. Well, a family, babies. Yeah. You know, 
the one of the Kardashians, Chloe. Well, you know, she's all about family. Yep, absolutely. So, so we have some uh, good news for some cancers, though, right? We do. Uh, so. Jupiter just moved into Pisces here, particularly this window we've spoken about before, um, May, June, and July. So really strong in this window. It's going to pick back up again in the fall. But I would say that I would think that most cancers would be finding some opportunities. And of course, travel would be the number one, I would say. Sure. Advancement, being seen as more professional, and that could because they are actually getting a license of some sort or taking a test and passing, or they're just getting a promotion and now they're in a higher nice level. Sir. Yeah, that's a, This is a very good time for uh, cancers to be coming into a little additional money. Lucky money. Yeah, and anything to expand their mind right now. So it'd be a great time to be, oh, I'm learning about a new product, I'm learning about a new service, I'm learning a new computer system at work, that you should feel like you're on a little bit of a learning curve with maybe, oh, I've never done this before, or I've done this before, but not in this capacity mm -hmm. that we're learning. It's definitely a step up for them. Totally. It's, it's very good. And except for those people that are born, those late cancers, the ones particularly, let's just say from even the 17th, 18th, out to the 22nd of yeah. July, now we're talking here, yeah. the, the late. Uh, Pluto's. They're still, they're still, you're still in the midst. You're still in the midst of the parade. The earlier cancers have gone through it. Yep. And we're talking about Pluto has been opposing the sun. Yes. The cancer sun. Pluto's but if you're opposing. a cancer moon well yes right in those later thing. degrees we just don't have the, because we can't track the moon like we can the sun from giving just birth dates no right. but if you know your chart and your sun i'm sorry your moon sits between 24 25 26 27 28 29 degrees oh, this great upheaval in your yeah. life right now great upheaval yeah yeah so, so but for the sun signs it is yeah. getting to the end but Pluto Thank is goodness. before and after, so it should you feel know, like... Pluto has spent over 20 years in Capricorn. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it came right around there, right around 2008 when the big collapse came. Yeah. Uh, and, I, you know, at the time I thought, oh, my God, we got 22 years of this, you know. I know. I know. <laughs> it was just overwhelming to think about. And I can't believe we're sitting here going, okay, it's, it, yeah, it's coming. we got just a couple more years of it. But for cancers, you guys are getting smashed right now. And that's all it's saying is really be honest with yourself about what's going on in your life what you're seeing is real i mean it's happening and this is oftentimes the same you have to pull yourself out of something mm -hmm. yeah i mean pluto quite literally means like death and rebirth so you could yes. feel like one i've been going to a lot of funerals or right. you could feel like i literally feel like i'm dying like because you're just so overwhelmed with change and shifts around you that you feel like loss of identity yeah feelings of abandonment yeah yeah there's some heavy and again i'm not trying to sell this idea to everybody but if you can get around this idea that you know it's in your path this is a boulder on your path right you've got to get around it the life goes on on the other side of the boulder but you got to get around this boulder right now totally so if you're an earlier cancer, you're past that. But just yes. the, the last, that last group, um, 17th to 22nd, you're still just in those final 
final years of that. Yeah, exactly. Anything else you want to throw in for cancers before we wrap it up? Well, the, Neptune's trining. So again, there's a lot of nice things to say for those uh, uh, early to mid. But I'm, I'm very happy about Jupiter going into their ninth house. Absolutely. That's very upbeat. They should feel some relief from this past year. Yeah, maybe vindicated, proving themselves, stepping up, people seeing them as lucky. Absolutely. So thank you so much for tuning in today, listening to our talk on cancers. Um, If you found this interesting, we'd love to hear your feedback. Um, And as Mom mentioned, we do have the Mom and Me Astrology Academy up live. You can find it on my website or at www.momandmeastrology.com. Right. We'll talk to you later. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.